It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Alexa Dat, and today we are talking Nationals baseball. We bring in Nationals reporter for MLB.com, Jamal Collier. Hey Jamal, happy Thanksgiving. How's everything going? Great, how are you? I'm doing all right. It was funny, I was watching MLB Network earlier today, watching the Nationals GM, Mike Rizzo, basically pitched the entire world on why Shohei Otani should come to the Nationals. And I know that Otani's agent has sent out questionnaires to all 30 MLB teams. Everyone's going to fill one out. But to hear a GM, you know, pitch this international superstar as to why he should come to their team, I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, The winning pedigree being the the main thing he was talking about. But do you believe that Shohei Otani would actually choose the Nationals? Yeah, I mean, well, I think there's a couple things there. Is that you know everybody uh, would be would be wise to to take a shot and, and kind of make your sales pitch to uh, Otani and his agents to, to say why you you know want to go out through his services. I've heard a lot about the the hype around this particular player. Uh, you know, there's a guy who has the ability to potentially pitch and hit, be a two-way player who's going to come at um, a bit of a discount. He's certainly not a cheap player, but he's certainly somebody you can get a look at or potentially can have on your roster and could be a, a major piece um, at, a, at a price that's a little bit below the market value that he could get if he was just a regular free agent. So, I mean, the Nats are, are kind of selling, you know, as far as their team goes. Uh, one is a team who obviously has success. Talking about a team who's automatically joining a World Series contender, and that's just got to be enticing to anybody uh, in general when playing this game. Is that you're going to get on a team that's been to the playoffs for the last six years? have a chance to do that again and kind of be set up for the future uh, to make runs at a World Series championship. Um, it's a team who's been able to handle big stars like Bryce Harper and Steven Strasburg. And Rizzo also pointed to an interesting fact that, um, you know, the, the, the much kind of discussed shutdown of Strasburg to be an advantage for him now because he can let players know, look, I'm going to take care of you, uh, despite what the outside criticism or, or those kind of things might be, um, that if I think this is in for your best interest, so I think to protect your long-term health, um, it's something that I would do as opposed to just trying to win at all costs. So I think that's kind of a complete package. Uh, the other kind of flip side is, and that's in 2016, they went on an international spending kind of spree a little bit, uh, spent a lot of money on the open market, and that's kind of just hampered their, you know, financial freedom right now uh, in the international, uh, you know, for signing international players. So they offer Altani – uh, much money. They are going to pale in comparison to some of the other teams like the Yankees and Rangers. They can offer somewhere around $3 million. They're only somewhere around $300,000 as far as their signing bonus goes. Um, and that's going to be kind of a tough thing to overcome. So they're going to have to count on Otani, not just necessarily looking for money, um, looking for maybe the best kind of players, and that can kind of compete better in some of those other ways. 
The other thing that Mike Rizzo pointed out was that he was happy with the top four starters and also noted that you can never have enough good starting pitching. And listen, I know they got Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, Gio Gonzalez, and Tanner Roark. They're looking for a fifth guy to really solidify this rotation. They're talking about a potential reunion with Jordan Zimmerman. How would you believe that could play out? Yeah, I mean, the Nats are a team that's still uh, is, is so, they've been built on pitching. And, and through this run we talked about of success they've had, Starting pitching has been a major part of it, and it's obviously when you've got those two guys, those, those top four are as good as anybody in the in baseball, especially the two guys at the top. When you get Max and Steven Strasburg both healthy, um, so it just it's always when you when you have those names out there and you have big name starting pitching, uh, the Nats are always sort of kind of lurking in the background. Um, it's not a team necessarily that just spends freely, but at the same time, we saw it before when they didn't appear to have a a pitching uh, opening when they before they signed Max Scherzer. They went out, they signed a guy because they knew Jordan Zimmerman was going to be a free agent the next year. And similar things with Gio Gonzalez right now, where Gio is uh, going to be on the last year of his deal. So maybe you sign his replacement a year ahead of time. Uh, I still think that I would be surprised if they go for one of those kind of top-end starters that we see right now. The guy like your Darvish or Jake Arrieta or so. I think they are going to are pretty comfortable staying away from net bidding. Um, unless things kind of progress through the offseason, then they can potentially get them at a discount. But, you know, I think they're going to go for some guys who have some depth, maybe some experience. They've got a couple minor league uh, prospects they've kind of liked. Uh, A.J. Cole took a pretty big step forward last year. Eric Fetty, still their top pitching prospect. So I think that the combination of those things, is I would be more surprised if they went after a, a kind of another home run top of the rotation starter and try to find a guy who can just kind of be steady. Uh, and, and can make you 30, 35 starts and, and really give it a, a, a good mix of depth. Uh, that's one thing they don't really have a whole lot. They maybe have you know four or five or six guys they like, uh, but when you talk about needing seven or eight or nine starting pitchers to get through a, 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 an entire season, I'm not sure they're there just yet. Last but not least, what Rizzo said, I think also on MLB Network, surprised me and a lot of Nationals fans, I would assume, that he's not convinced that Bryce Harper is going to leave via free agency next winter. And listen, barring the signing of an extension at some point before next winter, he becomes a free agent and could go make huge, huge buku bucks uh, somewhere else. Do you believe that there's a chance that he stays in D.C.? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think he generally likes D.C. a lot. Um, and just from, from talking to him and people around him, I, I think that first part, he just really enjoys the city and enjoys playing with the Nationals. And I think that that's going to be obviously the team that he came up with, the organization he's only, the only organization he's ever known. That's still a pretty major selling point. Um, I think that the Nationals continue to prove that they're on the verge of, of, of winning and, and being in a World Series and, and continue showing that they're going to be a, a title contender that's constantly uh, going to put you know the pieces around him to, to keep winning. You know, it's just pretty much everything else that he pretty much wants. It's a place that he's comfortable in, a place he's going to be able to win. Uh, and, of course, then the money has to be there. I think that's that's a, another indication that I think some people have been a little skeptical with, with the Nationals maybe. Will, will they match in the, in the end there? But, um, you know, Rizzo seems to be still pretty com- comfortable that he can, he can make a real run at Bryce, uh, have a chance to re-sign him even if he does hit free agency next year before they get an extension agreed to. But, no, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Bryce is gone. I think that uh, the Nets still have as, as good a case as anybody because they've got a lot of those similar things that everybody else kind of can, can pitch to Bryce. They've, you know, they've got it as well, and they can also kind of uh, you know, have a place that you're comfortable with. What's the latest on Dave Martinez, Chip Hale, and these new guys who have come in and are going to be on the bench? What can Nationals fans expect, and what are the team expecting from this new group of coaches? 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's the, you know, they all, all kind of got together for the first time right before the holidays. Um, and I think just kind of uh, starting to formulate just a, a, a plan or just some of the things that they really want to emphasize going forward, I think, was, uh, you know, kind of the, the biggest key I've gotten out of that meeting. Um, nothing necessarily major or different That's, um, from, from when they all first got signed. But I think now it's kind of a process of kind of getting to know each other, making sure they have the, the right personnel uh, in place to, to do some of the things that they want to do uh, when the season begins. So um, I'm interested to see, you know, once they, they all get together, we, we'll probably see some of them at the winter meetings here in a couple of weeks, uh, especially Dave Martinez will kind of have his first uh, kind of reintroduction to everybody after, after his first press conference. So, um, you know, so far, like I said, everything's kind of quiet and looks good on the manager coaching search uh, front for the Nets right now. They feel pretty good about the staff they put together. Jason Worth not expected to return to the Nationals. Uh, do you think that there's a chance that his, you know, career, especially in Washington, is over, and especially in terms of them having a spot for him and, and uh, a position on the team? Yeah, I would. I would be surprised. Um, I think from the beginning, I've, I've kind of said I, I would be pretty surprised if, if Worth finds his way back. I know both sides continue to say they haven't closed the book on that. Um, they're still open to seeing what they can get, but. You know, the Nats already have kind of an overload of outfielders. A lot of them are young. A lot of them are in their prime. A lot of them are going to cost less than Jason would next year. Uh, so I just would I would be surprised if they could find something out. If they if they did work something out, it would probably be some kind of bench role or, re, you know, uh, definitely reduce playing time from what work was at last year. And I just, um, I, I don't know, I think, I think he still can find another spot somewhere in the American League, especially where he can, he can play the field and DH, where he could probably get more playing time. Uh, probably could could earn even more money and have just a more of a guaranteed spot. Um, and again, I just look at the the way that they treated Jason kind of at the end of the season there, the tribute videos, the the walk offs, the kind of things that he had there. Um, this is not normally something you do for a guy that you're, you know, pretty sure you're going to be able to re-sign. So I think just the signs are on the wall that that, that worth probably uh, his Nats career is done. But we've seen uh, crazier, things, crazier things happen before here at the the last minute in free agency, so I don't think I'd 100% rule it out just yet. Yeah, you better believe it. How about in their bullpen? Brandon Kinsler was such a huge addition for this team. The right-hander ends up signing elsewhere. Where do you think the Nationals are going to be able to find a reliable bullpen arm this winter? Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's one thing, too, that's and it's probably the toughest thing for GMs to evaluate, right? If, if they're good, when you're their suspect, when you're, uh, you know, you just never kind of know what you get. That's why the guys who are big consistent and have, have pitched well over multiple release for years uh, seem to get so much money nowadays. So I think that, you know, they're going to look everywhere. It's, it's kind of uh, it's kind of their, 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 their thing about looking, about diligence and trying to see exactly where they can go, whether it be the free agent market, trade market, um, see what they have exter- internally they feel like can, can help next year. But, um, I think you know that bullpen depth would be probably for me one of the top uh, priorities for this team is that you know they've got Gosty and and, and uh, Madsen and Doolittle who you finally feel comfortable about, and that just makes it a little bit easier too to kind of just build the rest of your pen when you already have you know the, the eighth and ninth inning figured out, which has kind of not been the norm <laughs> for the Nats over the last couple of years. It feels like they're always trying to figure out who exactly is going to be in that closer spot. So um, yeah, I think that 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 one thing when having those guys at the end is going to make it. You know, a little bit more uh, should be less painful of a process for the Nets fans this year as they try to build out a bullpen. All right, Jamal, the offseason is young. Plenty more can happen, and we'll have you on weekly to discuss exactly what this Nationals team is going to look like as we get closer to spring training. But really appreciate you joining us this week. Everyone make sure to go follow Jamal on Twitter, and uh, we'll catch up next week. Thanks, Jamal. No problem. Talk soon.